Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening people of God. Shalom, evening church. Shalom, evening everybody. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Lady Christine, God bless you. Mommy Harry, the Lord bless you. 
Ako. Nana Kusia Trimude, God bless you. God bless you. Richie, Apia, God bless you, sir. God bless you. Mrs. Duncan, Lydia, God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Justin, God bless you. Mamia Jiwa, Mamia, God bless you. Regards to your husband. God bless you. Usua, God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Alright, share the link. Share the link. Share the link. God bless everybody. God bless everybody. Hallelujah. Share the link. If you know somebody that will definitely marry and is not yet married, share the link to the person. If you know somebody that is married, still share the link to the person. Let those that want to join join so that we fire prayer. As I'm talking to you right now, a certain lady is busy. She's busily doing some makeup on her face. You see, trying to mix perfumes to smell good so that a certain young man will stay with her forever. You are not serious. For how long will that perfume scent be in your, your, your blouse? Huh? Why do people waste destinies like that? Hmm? As we are here trying to fire things and pray, you see, they look at us and they are saying we are wasting time, we are joking. They are always shouting, la, 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 what will you gain from it? The reason why they are saying that is because a certain guy somewhere is showering encomiums on them. If you don't understand encomiums, go, go and read your dictionary, you'll get it. A certain young guy somewhere is, is you see, a certain young guy has turned to Elder Mirku for her. Worshipping her, giving her words that are supposed to be given to God Himself. Telling her, You are my life. You are my strength when I am weak. You are the treasure that I seek. You want to fight with God for His place. You're already dead. Can you look at a lady and say, you are my all in all. And you, the lady, you are happy. You are what, what all? Do you know the all? Even the in that is in. You don't know life. Share the link. Those are the people who will never join when we are praying. They will never join. Because they see us to be wasting time. You see, you come and tell you uh, marriage is not prayer, 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 madam. You just learn how to cook, know how to do this. You know, when you meet your husband, you have to learn how to cook. You just look good. 
Hey, you call Mad Brown's kitchen crabby a jam. You dear, don't pray. Sit down and cola vatis. That woman that was teaching vocational skills, catering, and when we were in JHS, she lost her marriage. What kind of food? <clears throat> Master, this thing called marriage is beyond what we, what we see. It is not for those that can cook better. Hey, I have seen people who don't even know how to cook. But they've, they've stayed married for over 10 years. And the chefs, chefs in matrimonial homes are, are dying. You may be there. I'm not saying don't, don't learn how to cook as a young lady. It is bonus. Are you listening to me? You know, when you look at the man and the woman nature, there are certain things that naturally women gravitate towards and naturally men also gravitate towards. They are not the same. That is the main reason why I will say something today that most of us will learn from it. If you are a young lady and you are yet to marry, listen to me carefully. Even if you are married and things are not going well, I want to tell you, sometimes there are certain few keys we need to know. Are you listening to me? When you look at the nature of a woman, naturally they gravitate towards certain things in the in the home. And the men also gravitate towards certain things. Don't change it. Are you listening to me? Just let it be as it is. This is the main reason why when a man and a woman are planning to marry, and maybe they want to rent an apartment and they get an apartment that they want to rent when they go to look at the house the first place the woman will enter will be the kitchen she wants to check how the kitchen looks like is it spacious is it this and the first place the man would also enter is the living room or the hall are you listening to me Right from that kitchen, the woman enters the washroom and checks things. Then she will go to the bedroom. That's all. That is all. The man will also be... The, sometimes the man can even stay at the living room side. He will not go anywhere. <laughs> now, these are natural things that do happen for you to detect and know how things happen in the lives of men and women. Don't force things. You will destroy your marriage. So if you leave men alone, they can stay in the living room throughout the whole day. They will not go anywhere. Are you listening to me? Now, when you look at a woman, when a woman wakes, from, wakes up from bed, the first thing, she wants to check the whole bedroom and make things clean. Then she moves straight to the kitchen, make things clean. Move to the washroom, make things clean. 
The man doesn't care whether the washroom is clean. He doesn't care. He doesn't care even whether the bedroom is clean and funny. Whether the kitchen is clean, he doesn't even care. But when it comes to the living room, because friends will be coming, because you will get visitors. <coughs> when that place is not in shape, you, the woman, you are in trouble. <laughs> Somebody says some of the men will enter the washroom and release mountainous elements. They will release mountainous element and stony stony blocks inside the WC and they will not flash. Because some of them, the waters do not even have the strength to push them down. If you experience if you're a woman and you're experiencing that in your house, give your husband watermelon. Mm-hmm. Let him drink plenty of water. Give him more fruits. I listen to me. Today we'll talk, we'll say things before we pray. Give him more fruits. I listen to Banku and all those things in Kadoso. The bread. Oh no. So you did you be in the bedroom, you be at the living room, you hear somebody, oh what is that? You would think he's praying. No, something is not working. Hallelujah. There were some of the young, some of the men with the oh, as if they are traveling in prayer. How many children have they given birth to? Huh? Amen. Today we say things. So let me tell you, young lady, learn these things. You can't start fighting in your matrimonial home with your husband over certain things. Are you listening to me? Listen to me. I want this thing to sink into your mind and into your heart. Can you all hear me, please? Good. I want this thing to sink into your heart and into your mind. Hear me. So all these places that women are naturally gravitating towards, those places become the responsibility of the women. That God made it in that way. You can't change it. Are you listening to me? This is the main reason why you, as a woman, you don't force a man to cook. Because naturally, the way God made our, our natures, we, we, are, we are not responsible for the kitchen. 
So when you are cooking and a man enters the kitchen to cook with you, he is helping you. If he does not enter the kitchen to help you catch some tomatoes, you know, maybe you are carrying some tomatoes and some um, you know, garlic and some furings. <laughs> if the man is not coming there to cut some for you, it does not mean he doesn't love you. Because as a woman, it is your responsibility. Are you listening to me? Because you can't quickly say, why is it that I'm always at the kitchen alone? And you, might, you might stir up a certain anger that is very unnecessary in your own marriage. Are you following me? So where you gravitate towards, put this at the back of your mind. That is your responsibility. If the man is cleaning the washroom, understand it is not his responsibility. But I've seen something about many women. Take note of what I'm about to say. And if you realize that you are are living that kind of life, change immediately. Else you will crash your own relationship or marriage. Amen. It is one of the things about women that if you are a woman, and you don't handle that with wisdom, you might end up destroying a lot of things. You see, at a certain level, women are like children. At a certain level. There's a reason why I'm saying at a certain level. Because women have deep minds and deep brains at some levels in their lives. But at a certain level, women are like children. Now, when a woman becomes like a child, most of the time it is seen when she is in love. When the woman is in love, she behaves as if she has dropped her brain somewhere. <laughs> oh, man, I'm not insulting anybody. I'm just helping all of us. Now, listen to me carefully. In that stage, as a woman is like a child, listen to me. You, the man, whatever you begin to do for the woman continuously, in that stage, if care is not taken, she will get used to. And once you change, problems will come. Exactly. That's what most women do. When a man tries to help her continuously, they make it look like that is the responsibility of the man. Almost 90% of women are like that. If you like keep buying, maybe you you went to um, the marketplace and you got a certain ice cream for your baby. The following day, you got the same ice cream. The third day, you got the same ice cream. But the fourth day, you did not even go close to the market. When you come back home, you see what your child will do. Daddy, where is my ice cream? Oh, you didn't tell me that you need ice cream. The way the child will cry, it will look like you have killed him. Because according to the child, it has become the responsibility. Every day, buy me ice cream. Meanwhile, there was no agreement like that. Are you listening to me? Most women are like that. Once somebody tries to help, 
the man tries to help her one two three so you see you are washing your clothes the man will say oh relax and you know most men love to do that especially when their are, are women are pregnant oh let me help you so when you are trying to wash them no, no 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 don't do that go and sit down go and sit down let me let me wash it the man will wash the following day so the man will wash ah, for three months now it will look like the responsibility of the man so the day the man says okay now you are okay go and do it don't love me anymore this 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 thing i am talking about as simple as it sounds you see and as insignificant as it looks it has destroyed many marriages i'm telling you like joke like joke many marriages have broken because of these things So right now, women are fighting with their husbands who should cook in the house because we are all the same. Gender equality. That we all married. We don't have the one that will cook. We don't have anybody that will pay bills. We don't have this. So we all do everything. To, that is devilish. Who told you that? Which spirit inspired people to think like that? If you are here and you are having that kind of thoughts in your life and in your marriage, change, repent now. Else, I will, when I take belt by God's grace, Kada <laughs> Balakatis. Amen. Don't let anybody destroy your marriage. You listen to anybody take it. Yes, some of these marriage counselors, they do. you will meet a marriage counselor who has never married. Some of them married, they divorced. So their experience has become what they are using to counsel people. See? There was this woman in Ghana. She struggled in the hands of bad men. It looks like she was not always choosing a, a good man. So all the men that she entered into relationship with, all of them broke her heart. Then she concluded, men are this, men are this. She started a certain feminism kind of thing and started pushing unnecessary chaff of knowledge into the minds and the brains of young ladies. Oh, men are trash, men are bullshit, men are this. So many young ladies also started following the train. Of stupid feminism. Now, this woman met a man that was good. <laughs> and this good man did amazing things for her. And now she's married to the man. The moment she got married to the man, she stopped the counseling nonsense. She was not talking about anything. Now she can't come out to say marriage is good. She can't come out to say men, some men are good, like my husband. She cannot. And all these young ladies that listen to her, some of them broke out of marriages. Some of them made up their minds to never to marry. Some of them, look at this. Now, listen to me. 
favored ring in this. I say, the support of a man towards a woman doesn't make the man responsible for what the woman is doing. Are you listening to me? That is the point. So there are times he will support you. There are moments he might not be available. And even if he's available and he says he will not help, it is your responsibility. I don't even get what I'm saying. Even if he's available and he said, no, I will not help you to cook, cook on your own. You can't say, my husband does not help me when I am cooking. Listen, that is why God made this a natural thing. Some of you will not get it. They have not told you this to me. I'm telling the truth in Christ. Yes, I know what I'm talking about. A, a, a man, he said, a man divorced his wife because of it. yes. This thing, as simple as it looks, go and look at marriages that have been broken because of this one. My husband doesn't help me all the time. I'm ba- I'm, I'm bathing the children. The other one is at my back. I'm the same person cooking. I have to come out and check, go to the kitchen and check whether the food is not burning. I have to do this. I have to do this, and the man is just there. Let me tell you the truth. Venus Kivalayas. That is the reason why when you are married, you need to pray and be led by the Spirit. Any man that fears God will know that he is the helper of the woman and the woman too is his helper. Any man that fears God. You, can, you cannot marry a man that fears God and you are doing five things at the same time and he's playing game. And you are struggling with children at your back, with this, and he's just there playing game. No. No. When you marry a man that fears God, he will pause whatever he's doing and he'll come and support you. That is all you need. But if you want to marry, I'm telling the truth. Look for a man that fears God. That is it. A man that fears God. The fear of God is the wisdom. It's the beginning of God's wisdom. And once God's wisdom is in a man, he does not think like mere men. He thinks like somebody that has lived 55 years ahead of us. Sometimes he knows what you're about to think, what you're about to see, just like that. And he say, wait, don't say this. It will not bring happiness to our marriage. He knows how to even talk to a woman, even when the woman is wrong. Are you listening to me? A woman can go wrong badly, but there is a way a man that fears God will speak to that woman, eh? Now, some of you listening to me in your marriage, if you like, make a mistake. Break any glass at the kitchen. You are. <laughs> there are some people in their. When you go to their kitchen, it is written boldly breakages are payable. <laughs> breakages are payable. 
even if cola not falls to the ground and a small portion of it breaks, you will pay cola not. You will enter a certain matrimonial home at the end of every month. Even when somebody gives the woman maybe 100 cities at the workplace, she has to come and give account. And when I went to the workplace today, somebody gave me 100 cities. Okay, fine. Um, you now know the amount we put here. What kind of nonsense thing is that? So you are saying that we are, we are all equal. Man is equal to woman. You have not seen anything yet. Amen. Let me tell you. Naturally, 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 when women don't have money, the way they think is different. And when men don't have money, the way they think is different. So let's enter into a, a home hmm, that we have a husband and a wife and maybe two children. Now, the man doesn't have money. The woman also doesn't have money. Definitely, definitely, definitely. The woman will look to the hand of the man. Is that also? Because it is one of the responsibilities of the man to protect, to take care, provide for his own wife not fiancé, not girlfriend, his own wife. Are you listening to me? You are, you are just a girlfriend. You want iPhone. Why, why Pro Max? You are not serious. Just a girlfriend. No, you see, when the man has the money and he wants to buy it for you, glory, that's beautiful. Are you following but it is not his responsibility. Even when you marry and you want him to buy you an iPhone 13 Pro Max, sister, the one that his mommy can afford is what he will buy. You, you are you listening to me? Some of you don't want to hear this. You will hear. Oh, you will hear. You will push it into your ears, young girl. You will hear and do it. I'm telling you. So the young man, listen to me. You are not yet married. You have paid school fees from level 100 to 300. Now you can see that all your hair are breaking. Hmm? I don't know if a cate has landed on your hair. Oh, young man, baldness has started. Hmm? Now, you realize that when things go down for you financially, that is when another young guy will also show up. Some of these scammers will come with their bands, E-class. And if the lady you are with doesn't fear God, <coughs> you are in trouble. You are in trouble, oh. Amen. I've told you this. Marry somebody that fears God. And you see, knowing somebody that fears God is not easy. That's the truth. 
Because there are many things that will deceive you and make themselves look like the fear of God. That's not true. Because you can even enter a church and an usher will fear God more than the pastor. A church, an usher will fear God more than the pastor. The fear of God is not anointing. It is not ministry. Not at all. It is not calling into the work. No, 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 no. There are some pastors. What they can do. When they take the microphone, they begin to worship and cry. Hallelujah. May the Lord have mercy. But you see this young guy, an usher in the church, when he even steps on the toes of some, the way he will tell us, please, I'm sorry, can you forgive me? The way he will talk to people who are coming to church alone, you go to his house and he's exactly like that. When you even listen to him pray, the way he's praying looks like he's nothing. Meanwhile, God has embedded glories inside of him. Some of them are even more anointed than the pastors. They are so humble, down to earth. Women don't like people like that. They want people who are in the limelight already. Most women don't like people who are humble and have humble beginnings. No, 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 no. They want people who are in the limelight. People, they can't know their, their, their secrets. People, they will, they will not even know their way of life outside the stage. So women love to marry stages. See? And you realize that you will not stay on that stage all the rest of your life. After the show, you will go back home. After the ministry, after preaching, after prophesying, you will go back home. When you go home, what you experience in the home is what we actually call marriage. And that is where the problem is. It is not you and your and, and the man going for horse riding, taking pictures, and young young ladies who don't know anything in life just look at you on TikTok and say, "Oh, oh, look at that love in the air." Oh, Jesus! And that's all that they want. They think that is marriage. Let me tell you the truth. If you want to know people that are happy in marriage, you will, you will not see it until you marry too. <laughs> are, you, are you listening to me? If you want to know those who are fulfilling God's original intent in their marriages, they, you will never see it in pictures. They can laugh, oh, you know, you don't know. So most of the people that are laughing, with, they are taking pictures, when they go home and they wash their faces, you will see a tribal mark that was not given to them by the Gati people. One slap from the anointed man's hand created that mark. Paul said, now therefore nobody should worry for I bear in my body the mark of the Lord Jesus Christ. So this one is the mark of the anointing. So when I talk, hey, hey, when I'm talking, don't talk. 
One slap. Tower. Somebody say tower. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Share. You see some people too. They are showcasing some pictures. They go to this side. They take pictures. They post. When you come to their house, they, they, they are more excited and they, they are so glorious than even what you see outside. So what is actually happening? That is the Spirit of God. The Holy Ghost is at work. He's, he's releasing a certain fear of God inside both of them. They fear God. They just don't want to offend each other. When the man wants to speak to the woman, the Holy Ghost will, will, will edit the words in the mind of the man and on his tongue. So even if he's angry, that which will come out, those words are so piercing that they can lift the soul of the woman, even when she's wrong. I'm telling you. Some men get angry. And when flesh is trying to take over, you say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. All of a sudden, within two minutes, you have calmed down. Then they'll sit the woman down. I'm sorry. I don't know, but what you did was not the right thing. Please, don't do it again. When they are speaking and they realize that the anger is trying to fuel itself again, they will pause and say, please, I'm coming. Amen. Are you listening to me? Can you all hear me, please? So you see, all that you need is someone that fears God. How will you know that this person fears God? The first way to know is not to go out and look out for the fear of God in the person's life. The first thing you need to do is to check your own life. Check yourself if you fear God. Are you listening to me? 
Because if you don't fear God, oh, you can never detect somebody that fears God. It will be difficult. It can never be that. It can never, it will, it will be difficult. There is the reason why. Whatever you want to see in somebody, see yourself do it first. Hmm? That good thing, the way you want your, your beloved to look like, the way you want your husband to be, the way you want your wife to look like, be that thing first. Else you can't. You can't. There will be a problem. When you get angry, you speak anyhow, but you are looking for a man who gets angry and is so calm and does not talk. <laughs> it will not happen. When you get angry, you enter the kitchen, you break glasses, you begin to break a lot of things. You are looking for a man who will get angry and sit quietly at one position. And just open his mouth and do him like somebody who has missed heaven. You, you won't get it. You get somebody who also get angry and start breaking glass. <laughs> near, near, near. So when both of you get angry at the same time, ah, we will be outside. We will hear sounds. The glass, glass. What is it? Amen. So you're always breaking things when you get angry. He's also breaking things. And both of you might. Now, both of you are angry at the same time in the house. We are just walking around. We are walking in front of you, but the only thing here is grab, 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 crash, grab, hey! What is that? Breaking news. So please, some of you young ladies, you are so money conscious, so, so, so money conscious. Do you know that sometimes the way you are living your life can affect the one you are going to live for? Hmm? So a young man is just doing something, he's just working small, small to get some money to take care of the family. But you, a lady, so money conscious, you love big, big things. You want to buy big, big things that are beyond the guy's salary. And because he wants to keep you, by the time you realize, he has also started looking for big, big money. And you start going outside the box to get money just to make you happy. By the time you realize, he has ended up in the hands of an evil altar. And you will be the, the, the prey one day. Amen. If you are already married, listen to me. I've been saying this and I want to say it again.
last Thursday, I was talking to the family life people and I told them that if you're a wife, there are certain things you should not just let it, let it go waste. Are you with me? If you're a wife here listening to me, I want to tell you this. It doesn't matter how stubborn your husband has become in the way of the Lord, not in your own way. Because there are some of you women, it is only when you want something and your, and your husband does not give it to you. You say, hmm, my husband there, hmm, he doesn't even care, he doesn't even know. What does God want? That's the most important thing. Eh? You want your husband to go and buy shisha and bring it to you. Meanwhile, he loves Christ. And he says, no, he says, my husband is not a provider. He does not provide for me. He says, go and look for Jehovah Jireh. He's the one that provides for the whole world. And ask him if he will give you shisha. Some of the things that some women are in need of. If husband said, no, 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 I can't get you this one. Eh, eh, is that what you are saying? Okay, fine. If you will not get it for me, I'll, I'll get someone who will get it for me. Go. Amen. Young lady, fear God. Are you with me? Fear God. When you hear any man talking about, oh, uh, if, you want, if you want me to. Right now, we live in a generation where men will just say, I will marry you. You can sleep with a beauty. I will marry you. Then they ask, okay, promise. Okay, promise that you will marry me. Oh, promise. And the man will come and say, I, what have we not said? I promise on my honor in Ghana. What have we not said? We used to say it uh, so that it will sink into pure for the way. I promise on my honor. You, you, no, do you have honor? That's the question. Where, where, where is your honor that you are promising on it? Hmm? Some people don't care whatever happens to them. Right now, you see young ladies removing all, all their skirts, nonsense things. They don't fear anything. They are not afraid. Where is the honor? And this one, you see her promising on her honor. <laughs> and you want to believe. <laughs> the honor is gone. It's like a prophet in his own family. And he said, I am promising on my honor as a prophet in this house. What did the Bible say? A prophet has no honor in his family, in his house. So when you don't have honor, you don't promise. <laughs> and you see, when a man is in the mood to do nonsense, ask him any question, he will say yes. And women will believe that. And you promise that you marry me. Oh, I'll marry you. Why not? I'll marry you. Are you sure? Are you sure? Promise. I promise on my honor. I still do swear right now. I swear on my father's grave. You think it's a serious thing he has said? Then you open your legs for him. Two weeks later. Hmm, hmm. You will know that you have become the foolish one. I'm telling you. 
So one man of God said, don't give anybody a tangible thing when the person has only promised you something abstract. Hmm? Don't give somebody a tangible thing when the person has only promised you something abstract. The person said, I will marry you. Have you seen the marriage? Have you touched the marriage? Have you experienced the marriage? No. But you want to give him something tangible in your body. Oh, you are dead. There are many hit and run people walking about with great anointing from the devil. If you fool around, small, you are dead. I'm telling you. I know most of our dear sisters, we can't talk because they can't talk now because they feel ashamed. When the guy descended, he was like the backbone of Jesus. Hey! This one, Kasa. It means Kasa now will consume the nails. All your intestines begin to shake. You, you feel real love. <laughs> hey. You begin to feel something you have never felt before. And no most ladies follow what they feel. I know guys are here. Absolutely... Jesus Christ. Most women don't want to learn. I'm telling you, there are some groups of guys. Their main assignment every year, their new resolution, new year resolution is that they will sleep with three girls in every month. Three girls. Till they complete the year. Now, these guys will meet like a team and they will show, they, they will give how. They will just give show working simultaneous equations. Huh? Find the derivative of this. How to how to get this lady? How to get this one? They, they, they will calculate things. And if you mistakenly fall into <laughs> menus kuva artists, there was a young lady. This thing I'm talking about will sound some way. Go to places like Italy. Go to places like Italy. You will be shocked. There was this lady I was prophesying to, and I told her, hey, I am in a meeting right now. Some guys are there. Three guys. Just three. One, you were, you were in a relationship with one of them. You don't even know that they are friends. You were, you were in a relationship with one of them. The guy slept with you, ransacked every angle of your life, and he left you. He said, oh God, it's true. What this guy did to me? He said, it's okay, you pause here. The second one has proposed to you. You are in a relationship with the second one now. He wants to come to your house tomorrow. So yes, yes, man of God, yes. That is true. I said, hey, if you sleep with this one, they will mark two. Then the last one that will be left, he will show up. Because when this guy sleeps with you, 
14 days later, he will, he will dump you. He will tell you that, I don't know, but we went to your church, a certain prophet, prophesied. In the Bianomi, there are prophets. The BI, there are prophets. A certain prophet said, We treat so, we treat so. Certain prophets said the future will not be bright for us. I'm, I'm, I'm in pain. I don't know what. I'm telling you. Somebody said, What an evening. <laughs> I think people are experiencing butterflies in their bellies this evening. <laughs> Amen. When I told him, she started crying. It was on a video call. She started crying. But when I was looking at the lady's face, it was only her left eye that I saw the tears. Right one. Man, he tears be out. So I knew that the lady would make a foolish decision soon. If you cry and only one eye, you see only your left cheek and the soon sign her. There's a problem with the tears. It is either it is the crocodile type. Hmm? <laughs> no, why should you be so sad that you are crying? Only one eye. No, no, no. What is wrong with the, with the right one? Is it dry? Feel it. Somebody says, shortage of tears. <laughs> you, are, you are practicing Kumawood and Nollywood in real life. Somebody said, Daddy, please, I'm not eating. Me, what have I done? I'm preaching. What have I done? Amen. I'm, is what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm saving a lot of people right now. Because I don't know what is wrong with most women. At this stage, power of life, that there is this kind of great civilization everywhere, you still fall for the ways of men. What is wrong with you? At this stage, Amen. May the Lord help our dear sisters. Grant them grace and open the heavens for them. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Let me give you the first key. If you're a young lady and you want to marry, first, don't be desperate for marriage. Forget about your age. Continue to pray. Are you listening to me? Don't be, never be desperate. Man of God, I've completed school. I don't know about now. I'm growing. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know, like, no man has even proposed to me. But if you are not careful, you will go and propose. You go and propose. 
And when you propose to, the guy will never say no. About 99.9% of men, when a lady proposes to them, they can never say no. <laughs> Even if he's married. I'm telling you, about 99.9% of men, most of them are prostitutes. Prostitutes. You get them right now, unless the person fears God. <laughs> the guys here, well, that ladies have proposed to you before. What did you say? Some of them will not even say yes, but they will take advantage. Someone said, prostitute, please don't. Oh, that's the masculine version of prostitute. Hmm? Uh, amen. <laughs> Oh, the network is troubling you. Eh? It will be stable. It will be stable soon. Hallelujah. What I'm saying, like joke, like joke. I'm, I'm, am I helping somebody by God's grace? Good. So please, the main thing. You see, anytime I'm talking about marriage. I will go around there and come back to the beginning stage of you choosing. Because that is where the whole issue is. When you choose a man that fears God, even though you will work on your marriage in prayer and in, 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 you know, in kind of attitude every day, but it will be easy when the man fears God. Are you listening to me? Because as a wife, you need to definitely submit to your husband by hook or crook. But there are some men if you submit, if you who submit and submit because what they will tell you to do. We were here when I was prophesying to a young lady here, and I told her about what the husband, her ex-husband did to her. And she even said the ex-husband told her to go and sleep with somebody. He should go and sleep with people and bring the money to him. Such a man. Such a man. Oh, we were all, I hope we all heard that. I said, go and sleep with this rich man. Go and sleep with this um, MP. He has plenty of money. Then bring money. A husband. What kind of husband is that one? Now, this kind of man, you want to submit. Whatever he says becomes final in your life. He will kill you one day. He will kill you one day. But there is no Christ in him. No Christ. That's a dangerous place to be. I'm telling you. And after everything, he said, when the lady realized that things were going wrong, 
God started opening the eyes of the lady to see things in dreams and how the man was into some occultic things. And when the lady saw that, she decided to divorce them. The man said he will never divorce her. But they got separated. The man said he will never divorce her and nobody we shall see. Such a nonsense unschooled man. That is what eh, this place now. God is here. I'm telling you, God is working mightily here. Sure, God is here. Papa, papa. And he can use anything to bring deliverance to his people. This message here that I'm teaching you. God, in a way, is using it to deliver many people. Tell me. So please, young lady, I want to help you by the special grace of God. Are you following? Never be desperate for marriage. Man of God, I'm 35 years. I'm not, no, no man, no man. Is it by force for somebody to marry? But man of God, they said that marriage is the glory of a woman. Who said that? What is glory? What about those that are married and they are dying? What about those that are married? And every day they keep beating them. Where is the glory? Hmm? Marriage is not the glory. A good man. Go and read the Bible. The Bible said the man is the head of the woman. Not marriage per se. Because that dimension, that types of marriage. Are you listening to me? The man is the head of the woman. And the man that is the head of the woman, the head of that man too is Christ. That's how God instituted marriage. So when you meet a man whose head is not Christ, don't go and put him on your head as your head. I don't know if I'm getting what I'm saying. Because if you do so, you can't fit into God's agenda. God made it in such a way that when the man has Christ as his head, he will fear Christ. Then you, the woman, you can now submit to him. Are you following? Young ladies will look at a man with Porsche cars, he has plenty money, he does not revere any man or woman, there is no Christ in his life, they don't even care. He said, Man of God, he doesn't have Christ, but he has Christ now. Hey, you not cry, cry in a You too, you go and cry. I'm telling you, you go and cry.
You follow the Christ slap. The next they will remove the slap. Even the slap cry to be a slap. Then the cry will follow. I'm telling you. The slap will be slap tower. Then cry will follow. Because you have not, you don't want a man that fears God. You are following money. <laughs> Amen. If you are here listening to me and you are not yet married, I want to declare this prophetic word over your life. You will never marry wrong in the mighty name of Jesus. Under this anointing, I speak over your life. Anybody that is in your life that does not fear God, that wants to destroy your future, may God take the person out of your life in the mighty name of Jesus. If you are here and the enemy is trying to destroy your marriage by pushing your husband or your wife into certain things that are not of God, may God save your marriage in the name of Jesus. Yesterday we prayed and a certain man that wanted to deceive one of our daughters, he said something pushed him. To come and tell the lady that I want to tell the truth. The lady said, What truth? Said, eh, I'm already married with two kids. I wanted to be told somebody you want to marry her. Meanwhile, you're already married with two kids. Anybody that is lying to you, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we expose them by fire. In the name of Jesus, anybody that is lying to you. May God expose them. They themselves will come and confess in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Don't be too desperate, okay? Relax. Because marriage is not by force. When you read the Bible, the Bible says that there are men, there are those who are eunuchs from birth. There are those who became eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom. When we say somebody is an eunuch, you know, in the times of old, there were certain men. There were certain men, do you know that in the times of old, the queens were not, they were not bathed on their own, and they were not also bathed by women. Some men were in the palace, and they were bathing these queens. So you see about three men in a certain pool, bathing a queen. Those men were called eunuchs. They had been castrated. Not circumcised, castrated. They have taken, some of them, they, have, they would have taken that which causes them to erect. Some of them to anything that will make them think sexual. It has, has been taken from them. They were known as eunuchs. These were the men. And those people, they vow towards the kingdom, they will never marry. 
and you are lifted into that height of battle the pain it is it was a great honor for you to bat the queen a great honor but before that you need to go through that kind of sacrifice and you will not marry when we the book of Matthew chapter 19 verse 12 the bible said for there are some eunuchs which were so born from their mother's womb so you see some people were born not to marry <laughs> So people said, "My God, I want to bat the king." <laughs> Hallelujah. So some people were born eunuchs from birth. So right from their mother's womb, marriage was not part of their plan on this earth. And the Bible said, "And there are eunuchs." And there are some eunuchs which were made eunuchs of men. See, there are some of them too. Some men said, "You, you will not marry. You have been made an eunuch. Stand here and do this." Men made them eunuchs. And the Bible continues to say, "And there be eunuchs which have made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake." So somebody can even say me, I will never marry because of the kingdom. One of them was Paul. Are you listening to me? One of them was Paul. Paul said me because of God's kingdom and assignment, I will not marry. When we look at Paul's assignment in the kingdom. All the time he go and preach, they put him in prison. Sometimes for three months, sometimes for six months. When we release him, he walk to another place, go and preach. They were always beating him. When the man left his home, the next time he came was when he was coming to die. Which woman can marry such a man? What would be the purpose of that marriage then? When you married your husband, the next day he's off for missions, and the day he came back, he died. What will you see in the marriage? Paul said, "Now, because of God's kingdom, I will not marry. He put marriage aside. Now, married Paul could have married, but because of the kingdom of God's sake, he decided not to marry." Are you listening to me? There are some people too, based on the kind of assignment God has given to them, right from birth, marriage was not part of their plans. If you force to marry, even if the woman is married, you fail. And those ones, they know themselves. They know. Are you following? That is the reason why we don't force people to marry. Any time somebody asks, "Hey, when are you getting married?" Say, "My friend." Someone said, "How do they know?" Oh, there are so many ways, so many ways and means that they know. Some of them will have encounters, visionary experiences. There are so many ways that God will let them know. The gift of tongues. Are you following? Yeah. There are some women who were saints in the Catholic churches. They never married. They gave themselves to the Lord. 
There was a certain woman by name Saint Teresa, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That woman never married. She stayed faithful. Said Christ was the husband because of her assignment. And according to history, the last seven years that she spent on earth, she did not eat any food, only holy communion. That flat, whitish that they call wafer or something. That one, and there's a small. My goodness, for seven years, she never ate anything. Now, when you go and listen to some of the miracles and the things that God used the woman to do, you will know if if, if you marry, you cannot do that. Homala <laughs> TV I'm telling you, that's a serious level. No food. She was feeding on the body and the blood of Jesus. And every day, you visit her. Most people will visit her. And you can't get close. When you try to get close, you fall down. Because the kind of glory, when she's sitting in her chair, it looks like there is a certain light in front of her. When you are looking at her, you are looking at light. So for that seven years, people struggled to see her face. People struggled. Woman, a woman. Jesus Christ. Some of you will tell you that stay pure for Jesus. Don't marry. Hey, man of God, what am I going to do with all these feelings that have been feeling in my body? Man of God, but you know before I will do. You are not serious. You are not serious. What about Mother Teresa's body? Was it firewood? <coughs> Amen. Some of you feel insulty. Feel insulty. You can't touch anything glorious. Feelings. The Lord help us. Grant us grace. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for the spirit. Can I can I open a certain mystery which I told the family life people here? Beautiful. Last Thursday I told the family life people something of you know, but I will not go into details. It is quite a general thing, you know. Yeah. The detailed one there is only for the family life people. Amen. Now I told them that. If you're a woman, and let's say you are married, by the Spirit of God, you can shape your husband in the way of Christ. It doesn't matter how stubborn he is. And listen to me. You don't do that by crying. You say, I'm even tired of this marriage. 
What, I don't even know what to do actually. I'm tired. I'm t- you can't be tired and work on somebody. Are you listening to me? We work on the person purposely. Now, you marry the man who is now into other women. Sometimes you can go and bring other women to your matrimonial home, on your matrimonial bed, a whole lot of things. Now, you are a woman, a wife. What are you supposed to do? In the world, you can say, fine, because of what this man has done, I think I can't stay with him. I can't stay with a man that is like this, this, this. You want to, you want to divorce and go. That's your own issue. But there is another way. It is called forgiveness. Now, once you forgive, there is also a way to work on the man by prayer. By prayer. And let me give you some spiritual keys. I told you that women spiritually they are gates. Are you following? Women are gates in the realm of the spirit. That is why when God wants to bring a spirit into this physical earth realm, they will need to open the womb of a woman so that that spirit can take a body from the woman's womb and manifest on the earth. So the womb of a woman is actually a gateway between the spirit realm and the physical realm. And once you get there, you put on human body. Then you come to this earth. So women are gates. Now listen to me carefully. There are seasons in the lives of women where those gates are widely opened. And I told you, when God is sending a spirit into the earth, they pass through the womb of a woman. So the womb of women attract spirits. That is how it was made. Are you listening to me? And what actually makes a woman a woman is her womb. What makes a woman a woman is her womb. Are you listening to me? Now listen. When a woman hits a stage where she is menstruating. Her gates are opened in the spirit. When a woman is also pregnant and in her trimester, her gates are opened. These two instances in the life of a woman opens up the woman to spirits. Now, at that moment, that is also the moment where women move a little bit out of the normal lane of behavior. Are you listening to me? So once they are in that stage, they act weird.
Some of them can only eat chocolate for four days, five days, six days. Only chocolate. They will not like any food. Only chocolate. The moment the days are over, they will start fighting with us at the watcher joint. Man, man of God, man of God. I know you are man of God, but I came first. Man of God. Now, at that stage, listen to me carefully. When a woman is in that stage, there are two main dimensional spirits that work, and mostly they use the tongue of the woman to work. So, when a woman is menstruating, if you frustrate her, she can use her experience to say something on your life, and you might imagine. Based on what you see, you might experience it. I was talking to you about the prophetic life in the afternoon. I said the prophetic life is when a man is inspired by a spirit to speak. So when a woman hits that stage, she mostly gets inspired by spirits and she speaks a lot. That stage is a prophetic stage. It is a state where you can bless or curse. And I've been telling you, it doesn't matter what your husband has become and the kind of life he's living now. You can change your husband when you are in your menstrual season. Are you with me? This one, it takes discipline to do that. It takes the discipline of the spirit. Because most women will use what they are experiencing to speak. So they will speak in line of what they are experiencing. When they are experiencing pains, they will speak pains. Are you listening to me? Oh, yes. When we read the book of Genesis chapter 35, Genesis chapter 35, verse 18, a woman by name Rahel was pregnant, and when she was pregnant, she struggled a lot, even on the day when she was struggling to give birth. The struggles were heavy. She was going through pains, and the moment she delivered the baby, the Bible says she called the child Benoni which means son of my soul. So the woman was in sorrow. And she called the child, hey, the way I've suffered, the way I've, I've been sorrowful, you are going to be called Benoni, which means son of my soul. What kind of name is that? The issue is this. Most women speak according to what they experience, what they feel, what they go through. Immediately the husband of the man came, I said, no, this child will be called Benjamin, which means son of the right hand. And that was how the name was changed. That is why God said, no woman should name a child. Only the men should do that. Because when women 
name children, they will name them based on what they feel and what they go through. That is why no woman names a child unless the woman is deeply inspired by her spirit. Are you with me? Deeply inspired by her spirit. So that women who can name children according to the way of the Lord because they heard what God's spirit said and they will not follow what they felt. And women that can cross the lane of emotions and enter into the spirit dimension these are the women that can change things. Because when you look at your husband's behavior nowadays, if you try to just sit down and think about it, you will never pray. You will think he's a demon. You will think that he's a devil that has come into your life to destroy you. You know, women, some women, <laughs> some women can say that. Sometimes when the man comes and passes in front of you, you are a tikobi. Some of some of the wives, their husband will come and person. Look at his two left legs. What are you trying to say? You are telling us that the, your husband's legs are two left. Le- <coughs> So your husband doesn't have a right leg. It's all sometimes go to the labor world, you hear things. The labor world. Ah! Some of them insult their husbands, but the moment they, they give birth, they can say, and God bless you. Thank you for staying with me. <laughs> and when you cast your mind back as a husband to five years, five minutes. Before that time, you know that ah, is this woman different from the one that is talking now? So some of the midwives, you know what I'm talking about. This woman comes and say, I can see Papa out in this wall. Brow with my family be prepared. Ah, look at the way I'm cycling. Ah, your head topple. <laughs> but once they finish giving death and they breathe. And Akosi Papa enters the labor world and they give the baby to Akosi Papa. They will hold him. They say, God bless you, you are the man. You have a son, you are the man. You are, you are insulting me. Just sometimes it's not their it is their fault. It is their fault. You, you can't shift the blame on anybody. Who said it? It's not the woman. Uh-huh. She said the pain is too much. So they said it because of the pain. But who said it? Is it the pain that said it or they said it? Hmm? <laughs> yeah? There are women too who go through serious pains, but they will never say anything against the, their husbands. I don't even get what I'm saying. Some of them will even bless their husbands in that act. Remember when my wife was giving birth, I was standing close to her on the bed. And when she was pushing, she was holding my, my shirt. And she was just holding it, stretching it. 
and her hand slipped. And when the hand slipped, there was a certain sound. She thought that she had torn the shirt. All of a sudden, she forgot her pain. He said, oh, sorry, have I torn your shirt? Oh, I'm sorry. I said, hey, you are in pain. That tear it or tear it. Tear it. Tear it. Tear it. So, woman of God, to be careful, to be careful. Look at that. She forgot her pain and was just, oh, I'm sorry for that. Some women too, you know, be them. You know, be them. You tear the thing, but tear the name, you know. What's that? Some do say, but tear the thing. They are all going through pains, but one is different from the other. Are you listening to me? I know a woman. A woman says on the set, Man of God, me when I married my husband, I caught this revelation and I kept blessing my husband anytime I was in my lowest menstrual period. When I'm going through pains, I will sit down on the floor in the middle of the night in prayer and I'll say, God, as I'm going through these pains, let not my husband go through pain. Pain is cancelled from my husband's life. As I'm going through this pain, I know that they said no pain, no gain. So as I'm going through the pain, let my husband go through the gain. When the woman said that thing, all goosebumps moved all over me. I said, what kind of woman is this one? Where, where is she from? There is an inspiration from a good spirit. I'm telling you. Now the husband has a very big estate at Tema Community 25. The woman is, is she's a prophetess now. And the husband has built a very big church for her. In Kumasi. You see? There's all this man was was into humanizing. I'm telling you. The woman told me that my husband, Irish, young, young girls, but I changed my husband by prayer. I changed my husband by prayer. Now go to the woman's church. See. The way the mark Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You are young, you have the power to change your husband. It doesn't matter the kind of life he's living. Tune your mind to the Spirit of God. Are you listening to me? Tune your mind to the Spirit of God. Don't be selfish. Always love what God loves. You, I'm telling you, when you do that, you will always be on the right path. And the gracious Lord will help you. you want to live just one prayer. I want to leave just one prayer. Father, as I am connected to this altar, by your grace, let me marry well in the name of Jesus. This is your prayer. Let me marry well. Now, as we pray this prayer, if there is any spiritual marriage that you are experiencing that is preventing you from getting a good man, a good woman to marry, the gracious Lord, will break that evil covenant in the mighty name 
of the Lord Jesus. You want to lift up your voice. My Lord and my God. As I lift up my voice and clap my hands in prayer, mighty God, by the grace that you have released on this altar, oh Lord, cause me to marry well in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice and fire prayer. And even if you are also married, tell God the Lord, by this grace, I release peace, harmony, and love. Pure love into my marriage right now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice and fire prayer. If there is no noise at your background, you can call in and join us in prayer right now. Shadi Kovela, Kapam Peleketatiapa, Rapayala Kam Pelebetas, Yakapala Dabata Ebelish, Ikom Pelia Keveleas, Ipala Kapada.
In the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I speak over your lives right now. In the name of Jesus, if you are in a relationship and that relationship would disturb your future, may God, by His grace and mercies, disconnect you now in the name of Jesus. And if that relationship will shape your future well, may God cause it to end in a glorious marriage. And I pray for you that the necessary strength and effort you would need to push through to get a successful marriage, may God release it to you by His Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, if you are already married, I pray for divine grace and strength to stand and cause your marriage to end well in the sight of God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, nobody will snatch your husband from you. Nobody will snatch your wife from you. Any invader, any intruder that will be sent by the enemy to disturb your marriage by the wind of the spirit, I carry them from your marital life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the spirit controlling your husband, controlling your wife, disturbing their finances, destroying glorious things, trying to bring a whole lot of troubles in the marriage by the power of the Holy Ghost. I arrest that spirit in the name of Jesus. The spirit of the Lord come upon you. May the Lord speak for you. And those believing God for the fruit of the womb. If there is anybody sitting on your womb who has vowed that you will never give birth, that person dies now. May the angel of the Lord release the judgment of God over that person. In the name of Jesus, you will conceive. I open your womb now under this anointing. Receive your miracle, baby. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord cause you to testify, even in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. And keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Let me tell you one simple thing before we close. See, if you want to marry well and marry right, be truthful and honest to yourself. Are you listening to me? Be honest. Don't accept two men. Don't tell two men you love them and you have accepted their proposal. Don't do that. Don't be staying with somebody you have accepted and you are still looking to another person. Don't destroy your future like that. Be truthful, be honest to people. If you don't want to be with them, tell them straightforward. Don't be beating about the bush. Prayerfully decide. Don't look at physical things. And don't enter into any relationship based on your feelings. Get a man that is spiritual enough to help you in prayer. Are you with me? Don't try to be in a relationship underground. 
was when distraction comes, nobody too will know. Anytime you want to be in a relationship, talk to your pastor about it. When he, he sees it fit for you to be in there, he will let you know. And always respect spiritual authorities. Don't hide your relationship. And when you know you are too young for relationship and there are many good things you need to do, please put relationship aside. Forget the feelings and the emotions and stay on course. Focus on destiny. Destiny is bigger than marriage. If marriage is not fulfilling destiny, it is a waste. Discover destiny first before you think of a man or woman. Don't, don't push yourself into distraction. God loves you. He doesn't want you to destroy your life. Many people have become enemies because of relationship. Because some of them never listened to God. Some of them stepped ahead of God. Take your time. That emotion, those feelings, they are normal. When you realize that it's getting out of hand, go and receive prayers. And let God help you. Don't be led by your feelings and your emotions to enter into a relationship. Your future is so bright and so glorious that you, you just want to waste it in the hands of anybody. Put this at the back of your mind. We did not come to this world just to marry. We came here to fulfill destiny. And if marriage will come in your life, then it should be because of destiny. God sends helpers in our way so that fulfilling destiny can be easy. Because when one man is doing a work, it can take him many days to complete the work. But when they are two, the number of days they will use to complete that work will reduce because a higher strength has been added. This is why we marry. So that we will get helpers to fulfill destiny fast. So marriage is one of the ways that will give you the ability to fulfill destiny very fast. And even when enemies come after you, you have double strength to overcome plenty enemies. It is higher than when you are alone. But if all these things are not your purpose and your plan, and you just want to marry, you put yourself in the hands of the wrong person. So open your eyes. Let God help you. Pray well. Don't look at your friends. My friends are married. You need to marry. When your friends were dying, did you die? Be prayerful. Never try to compare your life to anybody. You listening to me? You are on a destiny course. Fulfill that one. We might sometimes we look at ourselves, we might want to become like some people, be inspired by what we have become. If it is the godly thing, be inspired by it. And by that inspiration, keep pushing. No two lives are the same. Whether you like it or yes, you cannot be me. I can never be you. But we are all going to become like Christ. It's our goal. Look at him. You follow my footsteps to Christ, not to me. So Paul said, follow me, just as I also follow Christ. We are all following Paul to know Christ, not to know Paul. So don't let a man's life be your ultimate standard, you think. You take inspirations from godly lives. Then we use them as energies to push us into our destiny fulfillment. 
my dear sisters, my God will help you. The God that I say, the God that I prophesied say, He will help you. You will not marry wrong. He will give you that fruit of the womb. He has never put us to shame. Never. And He, God, will prove Himself strong in your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Everybody here under the sound of my voice, you are never permitted to marry wrong. Even if you want to marry wrong, it is too late. I prohibit you from entering into a wrong marriage. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord help you and grant you divine grace. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. I saw a certain Nane Kriya here. I don't know if the person is still here. Nane Kriya or something. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Nane Kriya, I want to pray for you, okay? The Lord is about to help you. Hmm? The Lord is about to help you. But be more prayerful, okay? Be more prayerful. Because I've entered into a house. The house that I entered, I saw something. And the Lord said, I should tell you to be more prayerful. So that you will not force yourself into a marriage that will disturb your life. Hmm? I saw spiritually, the angel of the Lord led me. I saw I was carried in the cloud. We have entered a certain place. The place that we entered to, the angel ministered to me and said, this place is like Diyayang Kwanta. And the Lord ministered to me and said, certain parts of your family people originated from that place. And the Lord ministered to me and said, we need to pray. That's where you are now. I want to pray for you and release the covering of the Lord over your life and even over your marriage. Because I see spiritually that in your family, they don't allow women to marry. It is something that has been there for a long time. So I see that women struggle a lot. And even what happens is that before they marry, they give birth. And after giving birth, they just become desperate to just get any man.
Can you hear me, please? Good. The Lord said, Anekia, the Lord said, I should pray for you because there is a trend that is going on in the family. And this is what happens. People give birth before they marry. And when they give birth, they struggle a lot. And they just become desperate, looking for somebody who can take care of them and their children. And that is what pushes them to enter into relationship with just any man. And this has brought a lot of issues to most of the women in the family. The Lord said, I need to pray for you, so that that thing will not manifest in your life. The Lord is showing me something right now. I saw myself standing in front of you, and you were confused. And I asked the angel of the Lord, why is she confused? All of a sudden, I saw that two guys came to stand beside you, one on your right and one on your left. I did not know the one to choose. I saw spiritually that you were trying to move to the one on the left. And the Lord ministered to me and said, there is one thing that they are trying to do now. I see that if you get to a certain point where the, the person you are in a relationship with will try to have sexual intimacy with you. The Lord said, never ever try that. Because if you try, the next time you try to engage in this, you will fall victim of that kind of trend that is in the family. And it will bring distraction. Meanwhile, God has a glorious plan for your life. And the Lord ministered to me and said, you, your destiny is even in the United Kingdom. That is where he has destined you to be, even to flourish. And all these things will happen through marriage. So the Lord ministered to me to tell you to be careful so that whatever the enemy has to stop in the family, he, God, will disconnect you from that and release his grace even upon your destiny. I decree and declare over your life right now by the power of the Holy Ghost, may God disconnect you from that evil all time and push you even to the pathway of your destiny in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May God dissolve your confusion and give you a clear encounter that will let you know who to be with. In Jesus' precious mighty name, I call it down. I saw somebody and Mr. Something Something. The, the name just flashed my eyes. Mr. Something. Mr. Something like that. If you are here, you, your name Mr. Begins. Let me let me see you. It flashed my eyes. Okay. Mr. What? Adomaku Akwesi John. I want to pray for you. The Spirit of the Lord ministered to me. And he said that you release grace on your life. I don't know, but spiritually I've been carried by the angel of the Lord. I saw we have entered into a place. The place looks to me in my vision like a school. We entered into a classroom. And I saw somebody that was writing on the board. And the Lord ministered to me and said, this is not where the person is supposed to be forever. I don't know if you are a teacher, but the Lord is ministering to me to tell you that that teaching is not what you are supposed to be a teacher. That is not what you are supposed to do forever. Because I am looking at a certain passport right now. And the passport I am looking at, I saw spiritually. Your name was written on it. And I don't know, but I saw something that has to do with like August. I saw August. And I saw something like eight. And the Lord ministered to me and said, 
turn even to the next page, 8th August, where it's like your birthday, I turn to the follow the next page and when I came I saw a visa that was in it and the Lord ministered to me and said you, your destiny is not in this nation but God has started life with you here so that he will build you and show you the greater way of his glory for your life. The Lord ministered to me to tell you that things have delayed in your life for a long time but he is about to show you great favor and even great mercy so that whatever has been delayed in your life God will restore things by speed even unto you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I decree and declare, receive the speed of the Lord even to fulfill whatever God has spoken concerning your destiny. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, get ready. The favor of the Lord has located you. In Jesus' precious mighty name, I call it down. I pray for you. The Lord said, I should release a curse on every curse that is on your life. Because I was carried even in the spirit realm and I was taken to a certain house. When I got there, I saw spiritually that you were a young girl around the age of six. And as I was looking at you, I saw spiritually that all the time your mother used to say certain words, say certain words, say certain words. And these words have become like a certain thick dark cloud that is always raining evil rains on your life, causing a lot of doors to shut. It is true. The Lord is speaking to me to tell you today, I should speak for that dark cloud, even to change to the white cloud of God, so that the rain of mercy can locate you. Because some of these ways that your mother spoke, there is an altar in your family already and most of the times I see that whenever your mother gets angry that altar will, will rise itself and speak evil things and this altar is like an altar of chieftaincy kind of thing and the Lord is ministering to me that altar is in your mother's house and anytime she gets angry I see that the throne will lift itself and that kind of anger from the throne will enter your mother and she will begin to speak things that are not supposed to be said by a woman over her daughter and because of this the Lord is ministering to me it has disturbed a lot of things in your life and I see it is not even only you I'm seeing a lot of people in the family they give birth they don't marry they give birth they don't marry and this same thing even manifested in your life because I'm looking at you and I'm looking at two eggs that are in front of you right now the Lord is ministering to me that even you that kind of attack even came and the thing fulfilled itself in your life and to the extent where you gave birth and that is the reason why a lot of things have become very difficult but the spirit of the lord is ministering to me oh jesus christ the lord is ministering to me to tell you don't be worried fear not let not your heart be troubled you too show me great mercy and favor and he's about to release a glorious marital door for you and I saw spiritually that this door will change your entire life and whatever good thing the Lord has in stock even for your destiny it will surely come to pass I see spiritually when you were in a certain school because I saw I was carried to a school like a Fijasi senior high school something like that even at the age when you were like 14 years I saw spiritually that in a certain house you had a certain dream one time and that dream somebody like a man tried to sleep with you. This thing has been happening for a long time and the Lord is ministering to me. This one is the spirit that is from your mother's house and the Lord ministered to me and said, I should banish that spirit from your life today and open the treasures of heaven unto you. I speak over your life right now. That person is gone. 
from your life in Jesus mighty name. You are free and made good in Jesus mighty name. I call it done. Emmanuel, I'm praying for you. The Lord is releasing financial help towards you. I see a man that the Lord is touching his heart to help you financially. And the Lord says that his grace has located you. Before the end of this month, the Lord will show you great mercy. And that door will open for you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I call it down. I call it down. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Show us mercy. Show us mercy. Show us mercy. Mame Nana Araba, I want to pray for you. The Lord says that every case is broken from your life. Every case is broken from your life in the name of Jesus. I saw you praying and you were crying yesterday. You were praying and tears were just flowing from your eyes. And you were telling God the Lord, any mistake that I have made in the past that is disturbing my future marriage, oh Lord, help me. The Lord is ministering to me. That prayer you prayed wholeheartedly yesterday, an angel was with you. And that same angel is standing in front of me. The Lord is speaking to me to tell you, that he has heard you and he is about to turn things around even for your life. I see a glorious marital door that the Lord has opened. The Lord is shaping your marriage for his own glory. And the Lord says that anybody, any demonic attack that is using your past to disturb your future by the power of the Holy Ghost and by the blood of Jesus, that evil attack has been broken in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You are free and made whole in Jesus' precious mighty name. I call it down. I call it down. I call it down. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Breathe. The Lord said, get ready. A glorious marital door has opened unto you. And he's about to show you great favor and great mercy. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I saw in the spirit realm that there is a certain traditional marriage ceremony in a certain house. But when I got there, I am looking at everybody there sad. And I asked the angel of the Lord what is happening. And the angel said, look at this place, it is empty. I saw it and it looked like a certain man, like an anchor was supposed to sit there. But the man did not show up. And the Lord is ministering to me that there is a certain man like an anchor around the family that is trying to trouble things, even in the family. But the Spirit of the Lord, I wish I could mention a name, but the Lord is ministering to me. This man went so far to the extent that he took your father's picture somewhere and he stabbed your father's picture. And I saw that a certain whirlwind carried your father away. And as I'm talking to you right now, the Lord said, your father is no more. Because I heard a name like Mr. Boachi. And the Lord ministered to me and said, there is an anchor. And people are wicked. There is an uncle who did this because I saw spiritually your, your father's what bias is it base or bias? The Lord is ministering to me to tell you that His grace is coming upon your life. And listen, whatever that wicked person has done to disturb your glorious future, the Lord said that today He has overturned it and He's showing you great mercy and you fulfill whatever He has said concerning your life. Get ready, I will come for your wedding. Hmm? I will come for your wedding. Because I am in an airplane right now. And I have a Schengen visa in my passport. And we are flying all the way from Kotoka International Airport 
and we are going. We love to go to Germany. The Lord said, Get ready. His favor has located your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Father, let your blessings rest on your daughter's life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Empower her and grant her divine grace in Jesus' precious mighty name. We call it done. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. There is somebody listening to me. Your your stepmother bears the name Vivian. Your stepmother bears the name Vivian. And I see there is a kind of contention that has been between yourself and your stepmother for some time now. I want to pray for you. Wherever that Vivian is mentioning your name, I mute her mouth now. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I disconnect you from every evil word that she will say. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. And release his favor on your lives in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Please don't forget that God willing, tomorrow to Friday we are all fasting. Tomorrow to Friday. We are all fasting and praying. So if you have any banquet to eat, you like this night, if you like mash some into uh, powder, mash some in any, you can just put some in a drip on yourself. Don't know how you do it. You can make some like oxygen, put it in your nose, anything. You just finish it before 12. Are you listening to me? Someone said, I just finished my nice one. Nice one. Nice one. All right. Just finish it before 12. The Lord is going to help us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. And please, those believing God for the fruit of the womb, I said I'm going to meet all of you on this Friday. So get your arm of Gilead ready and your free toughest. We're going to pray over them for you. Don't forget. Don't forget. God bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Alright. We were supposed to meet last night for Christmas time, but something came up. The network was not working. So please, this night, we are going to meet at exactly 12 a.m. GMT. So make sure you join us in prayer. Amen. We are going to fire prayer and the glorious God will help us in Jesus' precious mighty The Lord bless you all. Stephanie Bia, God bless you. My you, your husband. God bless you. God bless all of you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Stephanie Bia, but I want to tell you, have not finished giving birth. One is on the way coming. Amen. You then said you are done. You are done. This place, when we say you are not done, it means you are not done. <laughs> you can ask some people, they will tell you. <laughs> Amen. There are some people I can clearly tell that they are done. 
Lady Pastor Becklin and Apostle Clean, for instance, they are done. They are done. But Mrs. Dear, oh no, Stephanie Dear, you are you are you are not you are not done. <laughs> Amen. Uh, and um, Mrs. Duncan, you you, you are not done, crowd. You, you have like two or three to come. <laughs> Amen. So get ready. Like joke, like as I'm talking, even if I'm joking, you get, even if you jump over the urine of your husband, you get pregnant. Mm. That's how it works here. Amen. And so get ready. Amen. So Consuela, you to get ready. The Lord has given you four. Don't say three. Don't say three. But you love to say three, three, but four. So get ready. Amen. Mm-hmm. People that are giving birth to armed robbers. Go and check. When you go to some of the villages, you have 12 children, 13, 11. No, they don't have money to take care of them. And these children have become vagabonds. You, they don't even know God to you that know God, but you can train your children in the way of the Lord. The man of God, you know, in this world, you just give birth to two. You are, you are just two, 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 two is okay, two or three. Look at you. Go and born. Go and born plenty. Amen. If you want, eh, you see, somebody said it's not easy. Go to the village. Huh? There's a certain woman they called Mamaga. Mamaga. <laughs> Tell Mamaga to teach you how she gave birth to 12 children. 12. And still look at the way she's carrying the thing on her head. She go to she go to the bush, carry firewood whilst pregnant with another child at her back. You will read it in your social studies book. We say domestic violence. That's what they will tell you. You that you are not being domestically violenced. Look at what is happening. Pick something small from the floor. Your waist is doing the ground. We are going to Jerusalem. Just lift your left leg to Capernaum and let your right leg be in um, Galilee. Down to problem has come. Let us close before we, we say some things. Amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Ripka. There's somebody I've seen here. Ripka, I'm praying for you. The Lord is about to show you great mercy. I see a release of grace on your life. There's a strong grace that the Lord is releasing on your life. I'm praying for you. I don't know why I've entered into a hospital. I entered into a hospital right now. When I entered there, I saw you there. The Lord is ministering to me to tell you. He's about to lift you and show you great mercy. I don't know what you do, but I saw you at a hospital. The Lord said, I should pray for you and release grace on your destiny. And also, the Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me. 
that is about to bless you greatly even in the area of marriage and i saw spiritually that the lord began to release something like oil in your power and the lord said this oil is standing for wealth this oil is standing for wealth god is blessing your hands greatly with wealth and he will empower you mightily the lord will use you and fulfill his mission with your life greatly in the mighty name of the lord jesus also i hear the angel of the lord say that keep praying so that anything that is like sicknesses that tries to disturb the lives of people will not disturb your life in the mighty name of the lord jesus may the heavens open above you i am walking spiritually and i see that i've entered the place they said the place is called sydney and the angel said this place is australia i moved from sydney and the angel of the lord led me to another place i saw the place before the place Perth. when i got there the angel of the lord ministered to me that i should pray for you because your hands are going to be so blessed that you will start owning some businesses and i saw a lot of buildings that god granted you great wealth to buy and the lord ministered to me and said his favor will locate your life and you will do greater things with your destiny in the mighty name of the lord jesus i declare that which the lord has started let it be fulfilled in jesus precious mighty name i call it down amen god bless you and keep all of you strong in jesus precious mighty name please we shall meet at exactly 12 a.m gmt so make sure you join us amen the lord bless you all if you are led to release any seed the number is 0240312551. God bless you and empower all of you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So please. In the night, 12 a.m., invite all your friends and loved ones. Let them join us as we experience God's grace and power. God bless you all. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye.